This is The Dose, and I'm your host, Mike Schwartz. Welcome to my playground. This is the place to play, a place to spark creativity, share some laughs, and challenge everything you thought you once knew. We're going to chat with some really inspiring people, people with stories, people that move the needle forward, shake shit up, and most importantly, people that have fun. These are just ordinary people doing extraordinary things. You can too. Everyone's a superhero. You just gotta find your power. Yo, welcome back. This is part three of my conversation, the marathon conversation with Doug Pillar, based out of San Diego, US Marine, Czech holistic lifestyle coach, and lifted level two. He's also the uh, Steel Mace Ninja of San Diego. So go check him out on Instagram, Steel Mace San Diego. Actually, it's San Diego Steel Mace. Uh, today's show, we talk about a little bit of everything. This is, a, this is a super fun one. Um, we're tapping into like hour number two and a half, three in our conversation on this. And uh, we went deep on music, talking about the connection between SMF, Steel Mace Flow, and story work on how to connect movement to um, the things that are limiting you. We also talk a little bit about drug use and breath work. And then where, where Doug really excels is with uh, working with men in, uh, in their mid-40s or so, and also veterans. So we start talking about that and why um, that demographic is such a, uh, a story complexity. So why he, uh, he really caters towards them. And then uh, we talk about what's next. Connection to creativity with the, the mace, it is a weapon, right? And you know, figuratively speaking, we can be creative and we can be destructive with something like that. So we talk a little bit about that and then we wrap things up with uh, our passion of traveling to places like Hawaii and um, you know the importance of sharing your dreams with other people and uh, again coming back to the whole theme this week of you know surrounding yourself with the right vibe the right tribe tell people about your dreams okay that's the biggest most easiest thing you could possibly do to start manifesting the things that you want so um, you know if you've got a goal write it down share it with somebody because you never know, it could be that person that helps you get your dreams accomplished. All right, don't take it from me. Let's get into the third and final round here, going toe to toe with Doug Pillar. Here we go. Oh, I know. Um, so, just, okay, so hang on. Like, we'll, just, we'll like, I'll, I'll, I'll qualify while I, while, while, my, while my subconscious like tries to pick a few. Of course, yeah. Um, again, you know, we spoke offline, but like, I've been, you know, uh, I, I've been a music musician almost my entire life, you know, um, like if I, if I wasn't singing or if I wasn't like, you know, uh, I was the kid who could like hear something on the radio and then walk out and like plunk it out on a piano, even if I couldn't, you know, like it was, um, again, uh, just grew up in a, in a musical household, always encouraged to be like, you know, like, uh, to be, um, showcasing or pra- or practicing my talents. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, my, uh, again, like, you know, uh, coming out of I mean I went to coming out of high school like my GPA wasn't all that 
wasn't all that hot. So I ended up like, you know, well, I'll, I'll audition to get into music school. And that's how I got into college it was on a, it was on a talent based audition. Right. Yeah. Um, I was trained as an opera singer for a year. That was crazy. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. So talking about my story, right? Like I went from singing like opera to playing jazz to like learning how to put a bullet in a, in a man-sized target 500 yards away. Right. Uh, From there to, to the, to the Marine Corps. Right. And it's like, anyway, but, um, so yeah, so music's always been a huge part of me. It's like, you know, it's like, there's so many emotions and so many vibrations and so many, you know, uh, either memories associated with music and things that, you know, um, like uh moments that i've connected to like you know like major like shifts and you know points in my life that are that's all that's all been set to music mm -hmm. um recently i entered a program for for mentorship and one of the one of the four like you know questions um we were asked to share was you know what do you daydream about oh, right yeah. what do you what do you what are you still daydream? you know you're 43 what do you still daydream about and it's brother it's still being on stage it's still it, it's still performing in some capacity whether it's you know whether it's you know uh you know something you know music related or something uh mace related or anything or whether it's being on stage and just just being speaking. you know uh being speaking right yeah, yeah yeah um so i daydream about like being like the center of attention um or at least or at least i daydream about emoting to an audience doesn't have to be, I don't have to be the center of attention, but the thing is that the, the idea that like my emotions and my gift could be having an impact on someone else, even if it's just one person out there, yeah, right? Yeah. And that's worth, that's worth making a spectacle of myself. That's worth, that's worth failing. Oh, right? for sure. 100%. So, um, so when you ask me, what are my top three albums? I'm like, oh, geez. <laughs> it's, it's a very, very difficult. Okay. So um, let's, let's, let's make it like this. Cause I, I put it out there. I said, oh, no, no, I'm going to answer. <laughs> like, but, but, answer. But what is, what is the most prof like for me being a musician, it's like, which ones profoundly shaped me as the musician I am today and why? That's a good question. Okay. Right. So go, go in that stream. Like if you're still playing and like, why are you playing the stuff that you play? What, what do you sit down and just riff? What do you, what, what's your, that's what I was born mm, on, right? That is a great question. And I'm going to blow your mind. Okay. So, um, um, uh, there's a jazz trio you're probably familiar with called Medeski Martin and Wood. Love. I knew you were right? going to say that. Fucking knew you were going to say that. Love so it. Friday, Friday afternoon in the universe, first track, The Lover. Um, okay. And every subsequent, every most subsequent tracks off of that album. Like oh, that album came out right right when i got oh i love i love that you're that you're actually sh like shifting in your seat you're so excited yeah, right? I'm, I'm i'm like you won't believe this well yeah you will believe this but yeah here's okay so that's that's one that you need to get okay, okay that's that's one hang on hang on uh yeah there it is like right behind it friday afternoon in the universe is that it no but pretty fucking medisky medisky martin wood okay got it right see yeah, you yeah yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's the uh, Radiolarians one. Mm. So good. This was my first. I was like, "Who's this? What is that? Yeah. What is that?" Oh, yeah. So um, yeah, so that album came out um, right around the time that I was transitioning from playing electric bass primarily yeah. to playing double bass, right? Okay. Um, and it was like 
it was like that was that was to me that was that was my that was what I would practice. I mean, yeah, I go through like I do all the lessons I was supposed to learn how to bow and learn fingering positions and whatever. But when I'm rocking out, I'm just playing along with like or or at least finding groups of people who can groove like that, right? Because because yeah. um, and that was that one shaped those that but that that album shaped the shit out of like how I you know, showed up, even the way that I take, I used to take solos. You ever heard like, you know, Chris Wood take a solo? Something like he's, sounds like he's hitting it with a hammer. Um, it's and it's, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it's raw and it's aggressive, you know, and it's almost like it, it was, yeah, that was a good album. It was so um, like not supposed to be done. And I think that's where it just stood out so much. Yeah. Like, that's what, when I first heard it, like my, my friend, my guitarist at the time, good friend of mine, he got that album with, um, that and the roots um, mm, yeah see like, like that's yeah that was, yeah try to put that together because he was he was trying to help me uh develop my chops really because i was a rock yeah. drummer right yeah and i played jazz but i didn't play jazz in his band he's like dude you got to play more of your jazz falling between the cracks listen to these guys it was kind of like yeah. my gateway to like this is how rock can hit jazz yeah. so <laughs> oh, um cool. so all of the early all of the early like roots albums before like you know they oh. where they're at now i mean there's still a band when you go and see them but you listen to some of those older recordings like do you want more love it and yeah. um that's the one and uh yeah. like the one the blue one yeah that's, like, that's the guy I got. yeah yeah and um like that another great album like that one was on constant repeat like in uh in because again i was i came up in Yes, it was upstate New York, but all the kids who I went to college with were all from the city and all from Long Island. And they kept, they came up with all of this music that I'd never heard before, right? Yeah, and the roots are um, going to be, like, they, the roots are New York, right? Like, at that time. Yeah, the, the Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Philly, sorry, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and that, bring, that, that brings up, like, you know, what is it? Um, man, like, see, I never realized how, how much hip-hop influenced, like, me as a musician, uh, I love it, man. Hell yeah. That's, um, that's like my go-to Roots album. Yeah. Um, De La Soul's Balloon Mind State. Oh my uh, God. Yes. Yeah. Hip hop. Like that, um, that style too is just like. Yeah. Oh, actually, 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 Stakes is High was a better album, but like yeah. I spent the most time, but I spent the most time listening to Balloon Mind State. Right. That's the one where I actually started to realize that like hip hop doesn't always have to be serious. You yeah. Know it mean? was more conscious. It, they had they had conscious stuff but then yeah you had also the guys back behind them like on dmc yeah. and like public enemy they were great but they're still kind of goofy you know what i mean like yeah yeah boy like come on like he's a goofball like play flames a goof yeah. right but it, it can um, still be fun and then when you go underground you got like dell the funky homo sapien oh hieroglyphics hell yeah man hieroglyphics oh my god oh, yeah man. oh dude hip-hop um, is like huh <laughs> yeah yeah so uh like what do you call it uh, and then um there's a there's a, he, he's a solo performer now but he used to be part of a group called company flow and that's lp oh lp is amazing yeah yeah uh, lp and yeah. kill a mic right mm -hmm. oh yeah oh yeah so, so yeah now jewels. it's now now it's run the jewels but like that amazing there's i i have i have uh, yeah there's yeah um, we could go on forever on this. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, no. So, it's funny. Like the first album that came to mind, the one that has been—I mean, again, it's all—it's all iTunes and Spotify now, right? But like, yeah. if I still had CDs, yeah. like it would—it would still be in my sleeve of CDs, and that's DJ Shadows introducing. Oh, really? Hey. Yes. Wow. 
Yeah. It's incredible because he just remixed. This was actually a few years ago, but it just came to surface. Uh, I think it was actually a 2016 release with Run the Jewels, like when they mm-hmm. were first coming up. And he did, yeah. uh, what is it? Nobody Speak. Nobody Speak. Yeah, yeah. That song's yeah. so good. I fucking yeah. love that song. Yeah. It's a great song. Dude. Um, not- but then, you know, but yeah, but I was also, before I, just, before I got into my college years, when I think like my musician, my, my personal level of musicianship like blossomed and, and, and expanded. Prior to that, I was in love with bands like, um like rush and yes and and metallica like i I still those are those those songs are still on constant repeat pearl jam pearl jam's 10 pearl jam's 10 10 still that's one of the greatest albums ever it's it's still in circulation you know and it it always it always lands you know um um yeah man i know that's more than three but like that's Uh, uh, dude that's so good though Yeah, yeah man like the other thing that like I had I had a tough time too because like in excess's kick was also like revolutionary mm. in production quality, but like yeah. how fun that album is. It came out and just smashed. And uh, then also if you listen to Andy on if you, what's his name? Is it is it Andy? I think that's I think it's his name. The drummer, uh, mm. one of the brothers, like as a player, and like I'm pretty good with like your syncopated stuff i studied a lot of police i love the jazz yeah like, okay cool this guy comes out and you try to play along and it's like nope that was wrong what are you doing there? <laughs> like you have to stop the track play it back be like what is actually happening there yeah you've got weird shots that come in and they work but they don't feel natural at all to me no and it's just like, whoa, so that part. And there's only one other album that I've ever been floored like that. And it was Tegan and Sarah's The Con. And that's because Jason McGurr from Death Cab for Cutie was playing mm. a track on that. And he's a bomb drummer. He's just a great drummer. And it's so subtle. Like he's such a pop drummer, but he's doing these yeah. little shots in there that are just backwards beats. And you're just like, that doesn't, can't do it. Don't know what happened. <laughs> Slow that down 80%. What? And you yeah. just study, right? So it's like, those were two other albums that I'm like, oh, those are tough, yeah. but I had to leave them out. They're the top five. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, U2's The Joshua Tree. Love. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. like, I, I paired those up on my Twitch account, actually. I said, okay, we're going to do a playthrough of either Joshua Tree or In Excess's Kick because those are the best yeah. of 87, my birth year. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, those are the best. And, uh, hell yeah. And then um, I'm trying to think, like, what was I listening to a lot, like, in, like, the, like, I'm trying to think like my high school days, like the the one like I when you know, um trying to think like it's weird. I'm latching I'm latching on I'm latching onto a feeling of like that's what you need to do. That's what music is though, dude. I'm latching onto a feeling of like, okay, like summer vacation between your senior year and your first semester of college, like the world is your the world is yours, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you get you got into your school, like you got like you got a basically like you know, I mean, you know, you have a like a joke, like a like a easy job, you're working, you're just you're just hanging out and like and I'm thinking, what was I listening to? And it was um it was uh the Black Crows Amorica. Oh, I love it. That's amazing album. Yeah, one of my favorite songs. So good one of that one of my favorite songs off that album um wiser time like it's just it's just it always puts me in that mood incredible always yeah. yeah and then um are you familiar with uh they're they're a scottish progressive rock band called marillion no but i'm gonna get into that um that check out an exciting. album ch- check out an album called brave let me grab my uh my pen brave 
check out this. Yeah. I, I have to use this pen. Oh, nice. Fucking drumstick. <laughs> I like it. I like it. How, how, that's, that's perfect. Fitting that's perfect. <laughs> um, it's one of the... That one came out in that. How do you spell their name? Uh, M-A-R-I-L-L. Of course, the drumstick pen. It's it's all show, no go. M A R L I L L M A R M A R M A R I L L I O N Marillion. Okay, Marillion. Okay, gotcha. And um, it was one of the. I think that album came out in '94. Yeah. And I remember, like, the hype was, oh, it's going to be a continuous song from start to finish. And the idea is the sound doesn't. So there's there's like really what it ends up being is like some of the songs bleed over into each other. Right. Yeah. Um, but really what it is, is there's just little filler things like little skits in between so that it's a, it's a continuous play. Concept album. Um, but it's, but yeah, but it was one of the first concept albums I ever heard. Oh, um, cool. And like, you know, and, and like, again, yeah, like they're like a, Marillion were like a, like a hair band, like back in the day. So some of it is very like, you know, it's that it's, you know, it's, it's rock music. Yeah. Um, but it's, um, it was one of the most, like the, the, the lead singer, his name is Steve Hogarth has this timbre to his voice yeah. it's like haunting and like for some reason like i just that that album just i couldn't get enough of it wow couldn't get enough of it for mine in that same era um like that little gap that little gap mm. it was that thornley come again album mm. that one was one a year and and then there was because i had a year that i was just playing music I, I took a year out of high school and just didn't know what I wanted to do knew I didn't really want to just jump into to whatever in university and we had the heist which are like some of the tracks that I found are yeah. our old songs from like the first recordings I ever wrote ever yeah like and I found them oh my god so I'm playing them back on the piano. <laughs> so that high school band that was a really good project that we had two years out of high school too so mm -hmm. I was just doing that full-time working right so Thornley's come again that was a big one. I got right into on call uh, the uh, because of the times Kings of Leon. Loved oh yeah, that album that that same yeah. year, and then prior to that was the um, Stadium Arcadium album came out, and then my yeah Bernie Bryant, yeah that album came oh, out that right yeah, front to back great song it's like front to back double disc i did not not like yeah. a single song every single yeah. song on that i was like i can get behind that ready yeah. made that turnaround beat slow cheetah like uh, mm. everything about that whole yeah. album front to back was so great so like um being like a like a like being like a a, a burgeoning uh, evolving fledgling bass player in high school um for, for for me that album was blood for me that album was blood, blood sugar Sex. yeah course yeah. oh my great God. album yeah. wow uh, oh that still stands the time right um and then the only alice, other uh, one sorry Al alice and chains is dirt oh yeah right? of course right how uh, great are the deftones as well i for totally forgot about that i was like oh God, i didn't discover, I didn't, so discover the, I didn't discover the deftones until after i was like years later i was in the military yeah i and, didn't know um, who they were either yeah at all great group how did how did you find them um somebody it was funny like i was in the so one of one of the one of the many billets that i had or the collateral duties that i had um because you, you can kind of choose your way if you volunteer for things like hey i want to go and do this and have this be a skill set that i have um was um i became an instructor like the marine corps the, the u.s marine corps has its own martial arts system 
right? Mm -hmm. the, the cookies with them, it's very, very similar to Krav Maga and there's belts and stuff, right? But yeah. when you go to be certified as an instructor, you go away and you stay oh, yeah, at this okay. place for, for, for a couple of weeks of basically just getting your ass kicked, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there was like this, like we had, there was a, an area in the, uh, in the, like the schoolhouse there where like, you know, it was like open mats, if you're not if you're not supposed to be in class or off duty you can go and you can work on stuff like the, the gym is open right and there was this old school like boom box type with the cd player like in the top of it yeah right Amazing. um and, a, and like and like somebody had taken in like a sleeve of cds like from their car and just left it there perfect right so i'm working out like you know with uh, on some stuff like we're maybe maybe you know whether i don't know if we were grappling if we were doing some striking or whatever and one of the instructors comes in and like walks over and like takes he like leads he like flips through and i see him looking for one specific cd he pulls it out he throws it in um and it was white it was white pony no kidding wow yeah great and i was like wow like what is Excellent. this you know yeah. he starts he starts, like, he starts like warming up and stuff and i was like so i associate the opening of that album with like watching this like this like Cro Magnon killer athlete, like war, <laughs> like 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 warming up and getting ready to start beating people up, right? That's so. a good. That's a good memory. That's a good first memory. Okay, so yeah. that's maybe that's why I love Come Again so much because you know how we are talking about um, the the album Come Again. Okay, it yeah. just evokes something. I'm interested yeah. to hear what that emotion was when you first like turned it on because. <sighs> Oh, I'll let you. Right. I'll let no, no, no. I'll let you go first because I'll tell you where I and I'm. I'm sure we share the the same kind of feeling. And then I'll tell you what I was doing when I first heard that album. So, so Mike, what comes up for me when I hear some of those changes, mm -hmm. right? And what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm talking about is the changes. Like you know, you go from like you know from this key to this key, or like yeah. this to the way the the way the melody kind of floats over this particular chord change, right? And it and it just gives you that feeling. Yeah. What comes up for me is a feeling that maybe you can help me like give a name to. Yeah. But it's this feeling of like, like, of, it's this like, it's like, I, it feels, it's like, it's like something powerful is coming up, right? And I don't know if it's going to be a scream or if it's going to be me like, uh, like bursting into tears or like, or, or laughing, but it's this like feeling of like, oh, right. It's just, you know, like something, like something it's like, it's, I just call it like, I call it like, like the force like the oh, yeah. force comes up yeah. for me and i'm just like wow like whew, let me take it yeah. like you know we're like we're yeah. like if, if, I'm, if i'm writing something whatever or if you're you know what earlier today i was folding laundry right and i'm listening to it and i was like like i had to stop right and it was like wow like, yeah, you know it's, I, okay I, so I, it's, I, I, it's I went back so i went back i went i went back yeah. i went back and i started the song over because i wanted to hear like what was coming, I want to pay closer attention to what was happening in the song before that happened. Yeah, right? dude. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Man. That's okay. So that basically sums up what I was doing. I had never done demolition before ever. And I had to take a sledgehammer to walls. That what you just described was what fueled me that raw mm -hmm. brute power of like, of like, like I just had to sledge my way through yeah. life at that point. Yeah. Like it was literally right. my life yeah. was I didn't know where I wanted to go. I, I knew I was playing music. I was doing this job with my dad, right? He, he got me as this thing. He's like, ah, oh, just come. They need more hands. It's a whole bunch of like Coke fiends. Like everybody in the demo is just all yeah. sourced out on drugs. So I basically worked that summer helping my dad get through his days. And we just knocked down walls brick walls wow. with sledgehammers 
So wow. you can imagine I'm listening to that. And that first hit, oh my God, when when Falling to Pieces comes in and it's, it's just all the tones are there and the drums, the sound of those drums are so pivotal for me. Yes. I, like the sound <laughs> of those drums was the, that's the best drum sound I've ever had. So oh, much yeah. that I went to uh, when we were doing, okay, find us some reference tracks. I, my favorite question, I will be anybody's reference track. Cause I am good at it. I will guarantee you tell me what your band is. Okay, cool. I'm got the reference. Tra- I'm Shazam. I know where the reference tracks are coming from. I, I contact like Siku Lumumba and I go, dude, what? He's, he's a drummer for Thornley on this album. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, through a couple of friends, I, I knew of him anyway. So I wasn't, I wasn't like fan, fangirl or anything. I was like, Seek, right. I need a hand. <laughs> I want to recreate your drum sound on my record. What the fuck were you playing? <laughs> he's like, no idea man it was a frankenstein kit that they put together it was a 24 he said that there was like uh like it was a floor tom on the rack position that they had to put on like a it wasn't even a drum stand it was so it was like he was basically hitting like if you could imagine iggy pop and the stooges and that kind of shit like he was basically hitting garbage cans that's what wow. he said. It was monster. He said it was a monster kid. I wish I took pictures. All I know yeah. is I was playing Yamaha something on the snare and it was a yeah. deep ass snare. I'm like, fuck. So, so cool. uh, yeah. Later on, uh, later on in life, um, when I, um, I sort of, I began making music again after kind of having, like, you know, uh, some distance from it in a bit. And this time having, having had a career for a little while, I had some money to spend and I got into, um, uh, not necessarily sampling, but I got into like sequencing stuff, right? So um, check out a guy named uh, Thomas Jenkinson. His, his stage name is Square Pusher, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so like, and um, just doing a lot of like, so he's a bass player. And what he would do is he started off like just messing with like drum machines and making his own beats for him to like play bass to. And that evolved into this whole like one man performance that he puts on, right? So, but um he would take snippets from like old jazz recordings because that's the style of drum he likes to hear. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, guys like Eamon Tobin or Eamon Amen, you know, oh, uh, yeah. Eamon Tobin. Um, just like the density of some of those drum sounds. It's like, how is he doing that? Right. Um, so it's like, yeah. So, so when the drummer from that band answers, it's like, no, some guy in a studio someplace, like put the right microphone set on it and put it through the right, you know, he, he put it through the right gate reverb or whatever. And like, they just, just made this like, yeah, they knew. And that's what you'll learn about, like listening back to all these big rec albums that I'm going to send you. Cause if you listen to the discography of Ian Thornley, Ian Thornley is the name of, of that's his surname, right? That's his last name yeah. of the band Thornley. This guy he has so many shades like he is my my rock hero for sure like mm-hmm. he is just the guy that i just look up to he's just such a profound musician and uh like the way his mind works when he talks about music is just fascinating right i absolutely <laughs> adore the guy so Dude, he comes go, okay. go ahead go ahead, finish no no all he, right i'll write down I'll, I'll, here. cool yeah yeah he he the way that he writes is so raw so it was like literally his his project, right? So I'm sure he had all to do with that production. He needed that kick drum to just put a hole through your chest. Like you're gonna you're gonna shit for weeks <laughs> with this kick yeah. drum. And it just yeah. comes in and I'm like, oh like my it, God. it hits the it hits the it hits the brown note. 
Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, what is that? I don't know, but I gotta go. <laughs> right. All right. Um, what do you say? Uh, yeah. Real, real quick, just 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 while I'm while I'm in the while I'm in in the inspiration of saying it. Um, you ever heard of a group called Paris Monster? I have, and I don't know why. The drummer's name is Josh Hom, H-O-M-M-E. Yeah. And so Paris Monster happens to be the group that this guy's in, but he went viral to, he went viral like three or four years ago. He was at some sort of like drum symposium in France or whatever. And he's got his kit set up and someone, um, he, next to his kit, he has a synthesizer. Yeah. Right. And it's, you know, so what he begins to do is someone requests a song that he played on an album that he had just recorded or whatever. He's like, oh yeah, thanks for requesting that. I'll play it. And he reaches over and he kind of tunes up his drum set a little bit. He, he tucks one of his drum sticks underneath his arm like this and plays this entire song, right? With one hand. Oh, I've seen this guy. Playing, playing, this guy. playing. Yeah. So um, it's, I forget the name of the song, but like, it's like, he's his syncopation, like his, his pocket with himself. And then he starts seeing this killer lead vocal on top of it. I was like, I, I need to, I need to hear more. I need to hear more. Um, yeah, uh, it's, the name of the, of the song is called A Vision Complete. Um, oh, and like you could, you could listen to the album version of it, but you go on YouTube and look for the footage of him playing it solo. I'm sure I've seen this because this sounds so strikingly familiar that I'm yeah. like, I remember this a couple of years back, maybe I was watching. I'd go on like drum dives and just be like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, on? that dude, like, yeah, that yeah. that dude has. I don't, know, I don't know what kind of kid he's playing, but it just sounds killer, right? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, so, hey, man, um, let's see, let's. Uh, I was gonna make one last. Uh, I mean, there's one. There's, there's one thing we haven't talked about yet. Yes. Um, it, absolutely. It's because it's, it's, we, dude. I, we went with this amazing tangent, which is fucking awesome. Perfect. You and I could do this for for hours, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but you asked me about about uh, story work and steel mace flow. Yeah. Yeah. And the answer that I want to give is, uh, I'll take all the all the the build up out of it. Um, steel mace flow is story work. Cool. It is. So, and what I mean by that is, um, and you'll allow me a woo-woo moment here, right? Yeah, yeah, um, of course. The idea that um, you, um, the idea that you can put, you can connect emotion to to move to physical movement, um, and in doing so, you can create beauty, right? Beauty, beauty through strength. And um, what you what you pick up, like you know, uh, when you when you get into that space of like you know being taught like essentially what flow state is, you know, and again we we, we learn patterns and we learn how to manipulate. I, you know, I show you how to manipulate the manipulate the mace, mm -hmm. but um, when you get into like what steel mace flow is, steel mace flow, it's it's a it's a it's it's whatever you it's whatever you it's whatever you bring into that space, right? Um, earlier today, someone asked me about it just in the comment section of a, of a post that I made. And they're like, well, what does the mace mean to you? Right. And the answer that I gave was my mace is just as important to me as the daily journal that I keep. Mm. Right. The idea that I can hand, it's almost like a, like a fountain pen for my heart. Cool. Right. The idea that I can tell a story through movement. Right. Um, I can teach you a sequence, you know, like move A, move A, uh, move B, and move C, right? Um, and I can teach you how to do it 
you know, mechanically correct, right? But if I ask you, how do you make that? How how are you, Mike? How are you going to make? How are you going to make that beautiful? How do you make that movement beautiful now? How do you make it your own, right? And the answer is you have to put emotion into it, right? So however you're feeling that day, right? Are you moving quickly, heart like uh, aggressively? Are you are you are you, you know, are you moving with uh, with um, with uh, speed and violence of action, right? Or are you are you or do you are you feeling something different? Does the pattern that I just ta- that I just taught you now does it soften based off of like what it is that you're carrying into this moment, right? Mm-hmm. And the idea when you get into this flow state, you are allowing an emotion, a thought, a memory, right? You are now using this implement, right, as a way to express whatever it is that's coming out of you. So you are telling a story through movement, um, and uh, the idea that now understanding that everyone has their own story. Everyone has their own, whether it's victories that you're celebrating or losses that you're mourning, failures that you're owning, um, obstacles to overcome, right? So much to love, so much to fear, right? That mace can be the tool that you use to work through it, mm-hmm. right? If I, if, I, if I teach you a pattern that looks like a shield and I tell you after you get it and I see you, you're in it now, I ask you to connect your breath to that movement. And I say, what if I were to tell you that this move right here that you're about to take, this is your no. What are you saying no to? What are you resisting in your life? And I'm doing this as they're moving, right? Like think about it and you personalize it, right? It's different for everybody. They're open-ended questions. You don't have to answer because I've got one to, you know, to five people in class. It's not for you. It's for them. Mm -hmm. them. Personally. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Right. That's, that's heat. I love that. So the idea that you could, whenever, whenever someone comes to work with me one-on-one, I tell them, if you don't own it, if you don't, what, what should I bring on day one? And I tell them to bring a water bottle and a towel and I tell them to bring a journal. Yeah. And they, they, they always ask, well, what's the journal for? I'm like, oh, I, so we can write down patterns so you can practice them later. No, the journal is there for anything that comes up when we're not moving, like while in, in between. Yeah. Right. The, the, so, the cracks. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, man, that's, and that's you know, awesome. you know, the idea that what do you bring into this space? You know, you show, you've never swung a mace before, right? Yeah. Well, as we're moving and as we're warming up and as we're getting in sync, you know, physically, mentally, you know, uh, I'll ask you like, well, I, I used to ask, who are you? That's a little heavy to ask on day one, but I ask like, you know, like, what are you, what are you bringing into this? Right. Are you, are you a dancer? Are you a, are you a, are you a fighter? Are you a runner? Are you a swimmer? Um, What do you, when you express yourself physically, what does it look like? What does it tend to look like? Right. Are you a martial artist? Um, What do you, what do you bring into this space? And that, that, that helps me to lack, to latch onto how, what is the fastest way for me to get you to connect to this tool, right? Because the quicker I can do that, the quicker I can get you to drop in and connect to your heart. Right. Well, because you're so good at seeing the patterns, right? Like you said, you see the patterns, so you can just dismiss all the bullshit, sift through that and get right to the heart. Yeah. Right. Uh, And then thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark England for allowing me one more tool 
to augment my superpower of being able to see and recognize patterns. Yeah. Right. One more thing I can do to to to, to disrupt those patterns and and implement new ones. Oh man, that's that's fire. That's so good. That's so yeah. good. Wow. Yeah. Well, that answers a lot of it. What are you reading these days, man? Whew. Um, I am uh, finishing What's on up. The <laughs> I'm finishing up um, uh, Troy Casey's book, Ripped at Fifty. Okay, cool. Also a Czech practitioner uh, and just uh, somebody who, well, again, here's here's my segue into my own little plug, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I vibe a lot on um, reading that that I'm, I'm vibing a lot on that book right now, just because. Um, and I said it with humor last time you and I spoke, but like my motivation, you know, for all of this, you know, again, it started in one place and it's, it's evolved. And, um, it's funny, like my, my, my passion to want to help people, right. And and improve quality and, uh, and, um, length of life for people comes from the most selfish place in the world. And that's that I would like to reverse my own aging process. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, so when I, so <laughs> when Troy, when, you know, when, when Troy's book came out, I was like, well, I got to read this now. Right. I read 50. Um, I just, uh, I just, I just finished the carnivore diet. Cool. Um, and, um, I have not, like, uh, have not like dove, dove in, uh, dove in yet into, um, like appropriating uh, any of that stuff yet. But, um, just for the second thing, and I'm, I'm, I, <laughs> I do, I do, I prefer to treat myself as a Petri dish. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'll, I'm going to, I'll like, I'll try that. I'll try this for 30 days yeah. and then, you know, and then, and then I'll get, and I'll get back to you. Yeah. Um, it's the best way of knowing it, right? How can you, how can you talk to somebody about the bulletproof diet if you haven't done it? Yeah. I, I, I just don't see it. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to try it. I've tried it a couple of times and I, I don't notice the effects of keto like everybody craves about. And I'm like, it doesn't yeah. work for me, man. Like I was, yeah. my body metabolically typed is not mm-hmm. that solid. I just don't process fats like that. So it's like, yeah, no. So, um, yeah, it's funny. Uh, it's, uh, I've, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I was talking about, um, I don't know why this came up for me when I was saying like, nowadays it's like a, you know spent having spent so many years in the in the, the strength and conditioning space like trying to you know give people all these like you know like people used to pay me hundreds of dollars to come up with like personalized workout plans and personalized diet plans and i would even like people would pay me to come over to their house and like show them how to meal prep right like stuff like that like i would go like above and beyond to try and get this person like you know into and it was great i enjoyed every single minute of it i don't regret any of it um but now it's like people at you know people see that i look a certain way or like or you know you get into a conversation with somebody who like you know wants to you know um you know initiate a discussion about fitness and it's like i now i just give away like hundred dollar um like you know pearls of wisdom for for at the water cooler at work you know and the thing is and it's like i don't know if if there's a there's a if it's kind of like a like an, an amusing thing to myself but it's like you know i can (laughs) <laughs> be careful what i'm saying here right yeah. but boiling down all those years of experience to like you know i was like you know basically it's like what like like breathe through your nose get some sleep do the sprints eat the kale right exactly. like no sorry drink the drink drink the drink, water drink the eat, water yeah drink the water eat the kale do the sprints you know what i mean like you know get some sleep You're, you'll be fine 
You'll be good. Yeah, it's just gonna boil it down. Well, I love that too because, like, I get a, I get a lot of the, oh man, I really need a, I need a beer, or I really need now. I'm like, okay, cool. That's an interesting story going on there, and they're like, oh, I don't know how you really feel about this because I'm like the rock doctor in the music industry, so they're afraid to approach me with like drug questions and shit and alcohol. Oh come on. I'm like. <laughs> okay cool i i don't use any of it and and i'm like but like i'm interested like just describe to me and everybody's story is a little different about like when they go on their acid trips or if they go on their what their alcohol binges are like and i i always come back to oh cool yeah i get that same kind of euphoric feeling from breathing Mm. (laughs) do you want to come over and like have a breathing session with me yeah like um what i'm like yeah check out wim hof (laughs) and they're like Um, the first the first time that i shared uh the um like the the squeeze the technique of the squeeze um it was like this this person was like it was they you could tell like they their minds were blown and like it was happening like while they were sitting next to me right um and uh yeah it's a powerful thing man like if you do it right if you have you know uh awareness of your body's limitations and you're willing to go ahead and tread some of those you know push your push your edges a little bit um you can generate your you can generate your own homemade dmt endocannabinoids like it's like your brain is an amazing your brain is meat with electricity in it but it all but it does this amazing chemical thing um you know and if you can harness that and get high in your own supply man go for it done i'm like oh yeah cool that's like the same thing i get from breathing yeah. cool that and then i just like leave yeah. the conversation just boop, <laughs> mic drop <Yep>. see ya <laughs> um you know uh, a, a buddy of mine shared uh you know uh shared a i guess a called like a life hack you know we were talking about breathing and patterns and he was like he's like you know he's like you're you're doing this when you're having sex right and i was like uh no but like i can see how yeah. <laughs> like that would be that would be killer so like until the next the next time you get your partner like together it's like hey let me show you this let me show you this thing real quick that we have to try right <laughs> hold your breath <laughs> yeah right? and 15 seconds <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah yeah jesus man so good so good so stuff, good man. all right dude i'm man we could literally do this for days we've been going for We've been going for two and a, two, two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, you know what, uh, what we should do? We should do this in person. I got to get down to, uh, to San Diego. That's what I got to do. The whales, um, the whales vajayjay, man. You that's down. what I thought. It's, right. it's German. It's German for the whales vagina. I do yes. believe. No, I believe it's yeah. St. Diego. But St. Diego, pretty sure. Pretty well, sure. when in Rome. <laughs> when in Rome. Still... Still don't really understand that one. (laughs) (laughs) When in Rome. When in Rome. Nope, that's not appropriate. Let me just pull out my jazz flute. (laughs) Oh, God, right. (laughs) Perfect. Um, Let's let's cap it there. Let's, um, I've, I've got... Man, I have still so many questions. We'll just have to keep on doing this. But well, like, uh, let, let, let's uh, here, ask. Um, you want to ask me one more? Let, let, what do you got? What? Well, I I'm interested in in understanding a little bit more about like who who like who needs to talk to you. Like 
who do you cater to? Like, what's, what are you looking to do? Like, who are you looking to coach? What's, what's your primary, like, who are you here to serve, dude? Um, um, well, I mean, you know, the, ideally the, the client, the ideal client that you want to train is someone who's as close to yourself as possible. Right. Um, so, so we'll start there. I'd say, um, you know, men who are, who are, um, in the, who are coming into middle age, um, who are, have a background or, or no background in fitness, who are looking to, to re-engage or to reconnect with their bodies, um, to get their mojo back. And I'm not just talking about like how you look naked. I'm talking about how you feel in your body, you know? Um, and, um, yeah, I, the, there's a lot of work that I, that I want, that I, I want to do specifically with men or that I'm, that I'm doing specifically with men and with veterans, um, whether, you know, my, my story was coming out of the military and having some issues, uh, some obstacles to, to assimilating, um, you know, finding my way and getting, having a clear, uh, having a clear path, you know, cause I came out of it with all these expectations and this entitlement, you know, not realizing that, no, no one's coming to save you. You actually have to do some shit, you know, like, um, for yourself. And, um, like I said, if I can grab somebody now who's about to take that step before they go into depression, before they get a bad taste in their mouth about the way the VA is treating them, and before they start down the road of self-medication and, uh, you know, with, uh, with you know, drugs and alcohol in order to fill whatever hole it is that, like, they're, that, they've, that they've gotten, you say now that they're not, now that they're not captain pillar or, or major pillar or, or start, you know, whatever, right? Um, I would like to show i would like to, you know to to meet to those are the, those are those are the guys i'm looking for guys who are looking for that sense of hey like no i am still you know i'm what i want to say is i'm still dangerous yeah. right I'm, I'm still i'm still dangerous but i'm but i can but i can also be kind whether i'm on the path toward greatness or the path toward family whatever right but the idea is i don't have to i don't have to sacrifice or abbreviate or compromise who I am. Right. Um, you know, and it's all about giving people permission, right. To show up, uh, to be, and especially, especially with veterans too, to be, um, two things that we're really told not to be, and that's to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and to be authentic, to be compassionate. Um, yeah, this is, these are things that like, you know, what I'm, I'm Mike, I guess what I'm saying is I, I'm, I want to teach those things to people who have never really experienced them, right? Um, the bonds of the bonds of brotherhood that are that they have one flavor in the military and they have one flavor in the CrossFit gym, but you know they take on something they take on a different meaning when your perspective changes and when your life situation changes. You know, um, yeah, man, I just um, I'm really into you know getting people together and getting dropping in and getting grounded and um and you know helping to provide clarity and focus and purpose yeah. um but um right now like what i'm what i'm what i'm, what I'm doing is i'm using uh, a weapon the mace yeah. is a weapon the mace is a weapon that's older than it's older than most and um what i like about it is when i put i put it in someone's hand there's this connection to something in in that person that's also very old and very primal right you realize that like here's this thing that can be a, a medium for creativity and creation but it can also destroy right and here's this guy 
who's this like you know who's this this you know warrior looking fellow right or who's this you know who's also moving beautifully yeah how does he do that like yeah. what what had to change in here in order to in order for that to happen i want to learn that yeah. um yeah so i'm a uh, i'm a weapon of beauty yeah you're a beautiful <laughs> weapon that's what you are yes. yeah Oh man, yeah. I've got a I've got a Matthew Good song for you then. I'll send you that one. <laughs> send it. Send it. Oh dude. man, Matt Good. If you like lyrics, holy, what a yeah. what a hero of lyrics. Yeah, man. Um, I, I love it. It's the yin and the yang, and it's just everything it combines because you do have that. I love that that thing where you say, I want I'm still dangerous. I love that. That's great. That's amazing. Yeah. I think every that's a primal thing in most men, right? Yeah. Like that's a that's a masculine people, we want to feel that. The yeah. opposite is that emasculation. And it's really interesting. That could be a whole different uh, conversation too, just having yeah. well, having the ability to get, empower a man to be that man, that primal man, but in a yeah. different sense. Yeah. Like the home, right? And, it's, um, again, I, I, take, I take no credit. That's a Jordan Peterson thing, man. Like right. um, a, a good man is not a harmless man or a passive man. A good man is a dangerous man who has it, who has his shit under control, who has himself in check, right? Who knows like when to, or who knows when to fight and when to, and when not to, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Fight or embrace, right? Oh. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, because that was my big sound. I was just like, well, and where, where can people find you, man? Like where, what are you, are you doing camps? Like what is your primary, uh, like what, what are you offering? Are you offering camps? Are you offering one-on-one? What are you offering in the San um, So, yeah. So what I'm doing is I'm, so right now, um, I, I host a series of meetup groups, um, here in San Diego, uh, on weekends right now, uh, right now they are, fr- uh, they are, uh, free to all. Um, again, trying to, trying to build some community here. Um, like, um, my plan is to, is eventually to, I can, I can collect donations for that, but like right now, that's not my, it's not something that I'm, that I'm, it's not in alignment with what I want to do right now. And, um, and I'm coaching one and I'm coaching one-on-one. Absolutely. Um, I, you know, I've got, uh, I have, you know, uh, several, you know, students that I work with one-on-one. Um, and, uh, yeah, like I said, it's not, uh, I mean, it starts with mace work, but it ends up going real deep. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's um, yeah. So you again, so um, uh, on Instagram, you can uh, again, like my, you got uh, San San Diego Steel Mace or San Diego underscore Steel Mace, and uh, my personal, which is Dougie P. I love it. San Diego Steel Mace. Yeah. Cool, dude. Um, Sweet. And if you know, if anybody here is listening and is not in the San Diego area, um. Again, you can just type it, go in on Instagram, type in hashtag steel mace flow, um, check out, uh, you know, check out there's there's a there's a lot of us who are out there like all over all over the, the world now. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have if you're interested in, in, in learning steel mace flow, if you've if you've picked up on anything that I've said and are ready to go a little bit deeper in the practice of 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 movement and health and fitness, then yeah, like you know, um, Shit, hit me up and I'll direct you to somebody in your area who 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 who's coaching, or just go to steelmaceflow.com and check out uh, and check out what's happening there. Um, there's always there's, there's always events, man. I hope, dude, I, I I definitely want to do this in person too, man. There's oh, this yeah, is yeah. the yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah. get you gotta get your you know, I mean you can get, get, get your ass there. down. There. Get down there. Well, it's beautiful, man. Like I I'm man, like 
what a time to be alive, right? It's just like, <laughs> I just, uh, part of me, I was just like, I'm just going to go to Hawaii. Just going to go back to Hawaii. Just go live there for a little mm. while. I love Hawaii. Have you been? Uh, I, uh, I've, I've been to Hawaii once. Where'd you go? Um, I, uh, it's wherever, it's wherever the Marine base is. Is that Kauai? Oh man, it might be. Uh, can it's it Kaneohe Bay? Kaneohe yeah. Bay, right? Yeah, dude, um, Kauai is like going to be my home. I actually yeah. have it on my vision board over there. It's right in the uh, corner. Beautiful. Look, look right there. <laughs> I, oh, I got you, man. That's, I got you. Kauai. Yeah, that's my. I like that's it. My spot. Hell yeah. So, um, I fucking love Kauai. Dude, here, quick, quick little, quick little story, man. When I went, um, I went as a guest of, okay, so, um, person I was dating at the time, um, was friends with this person from her gym, who apparently worked for some like high end realtor okay. in Hawaii, and part of her job, once or twice a year, was to get on a plane, and go and check on all of these rental properties. Right, make sure that like the the that their you know their lights are working and whatever. So she would go and like stay a couple of nights in not one not one but several of these mansions, like multi like on the cliffs overlooking the water and looking at sea turtles. And it was like, yeah, you want to come and hang out in Hawaii for like you know a couple days? We're gonna you know stay in a couple different places. We'll go see some. I was like what <laughs> not gonna say no to that absolutely not of um but <clears throat> so that was my exposure to hawaii is all these um homes that i'll well no i almost said i i felt it i was gonna say the same thing homes will uh, yeah, never yeah. see because i'm just yeah. a poor musician yeah, yeah. so actually yeah and I'll, I'll i'll make it known here like my uh like my my latest uh un, unreasonable life goal is to rec- retire uh, to a small island in the uh, in the Caribbean. Love that. That I own. That no no. Yeah, you own that. But that I own. Yeah. And I, and I own that I own. So yeah, that's that's, that's fine. That's good. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever done like it's kind of like along the lines of dreamlining? Have you ever just like written down ten things that are absurd, like dreams? Like right now today, like to okay, I'm gonna meet Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Okay. And then I'm going to fly to Hawaii for my birthday this year. Mm, yeah. And then, and you just put down these things that in your head right now feel like, but then you start RAS in it and it just starts to happen. Have you ever done that? Yeah. Just try it. Yeah. yeah no, really, I, really I, I have never done that, but I will tell you um, anytime that I have like been like put on the spot and like been forced to put a date toward a specific action or goal mm-hmm. it's always like for example like you know you hear all these stories about like i've set all these like five-year goals and ended up being one-year goals yeah right yeah. um and just by virtue of speaking it right like yeah. so you say to yourself like i mean like you know um and this is a perfect example of it right like i'm on here talking about things that i want to do and things that i want to build and clients that i want to work with right and you might not know anybody specifically but somebody who hears this goes, oh yeah, like there's, I heard this guy who does like all that stuff, right? So you might not be speaking directly to somebody who is going to be a, a role player or on your on your supporting cast, you know, in the movie of your life, but they might know somebody who does, right? Man. And then- <clears throat> Are you Garth Brooks? He says yeah, that in right? his whole docuseries. 
right. That's how he got his and, name, man. <laughs> yeah, right. And um, and this is uh again, uh, this is from Jared Davis, who's uh, who's been a mentor to me, like in a, in in a, in a couple of different circles. Um, he's like uh, oh, it's beautiful. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it, um, or I'll say it perfectly, right? Uh, for me. One of the biggest lies we get told is uh, when we're a little kid, when you blow out the candles, like don't don't tell anyone your wish. Right. Right. If you don't speak what it is that you want and how are your parents going to know. Right. Um, it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, it's one of things like don't. So Absolutely. share, share, share what it is that you got going on. Share what it is that makes yeah. you come alive. Share it. Share your big unreasonable goals with people. Share your dreams. Yeah. And what will happen is like that, if you say it enough, right, regardless of how unreasonable it sounds, that will make its way around. Like, you know, that's your, you know, that's energy that's going out. You are literally, you're literally casting spells yep. um, that will find its all way it to the is. right person. Or to the is, right, yeah. Yeah. See, and that's mine. Like uh, your, your colleague in the Enlifted class, I want to make this, this is my platform, right? This is, this whole podcast is the way I connect. I take yeah. notes, you take notes this is my connection, right? We were talking about, uh, last week we were talking about how we're both kind of like the host. Like I may not know everything in that room, but I know everybody mm. in the room. <laughs> I brought yep. the room, right? Yeah, that right. Was a really, that's like, a really good point. Do you want to speak to that just quickly? Like the whole fact that, like, oh yeah, okay. Um, dude, so I love that. this is all right, so a lot. So a lot of my limiting beliefs have been around worthiness, um, and the idea that, like, you know, I'm, you know, if okay, so I might, I might be. Uh, a badass but i'm in a room full of other badasses who are way more badass than me right so these feelings of worthiness and like i don't you know like um having a seat at the table right um feeling like i don't belong at this table and then starting to think about like well what is it what it is you know that i do bring to the table right you know and these, these narratives that kind of you know that kind of come up and then how you help them to shift and it was like um it was somebody yeah, someone said to me it's like dude you bring way more to the table like you bring so much like you know, it was like, he said you bring way more to the table like you, you are the table right and i realized that it was like you know it was like yeah like and the funny thing is it's like you know over the past couple of um it's, it's just in the last like like three months um it's been like one like you know awesome person after another just coming through san diego and who wants to like check in or crash you know crash at my place and hang out in there and it's like you know i remember sitting around like looking at these like gatherings of people that i've created it's like oh hey so-and-so's gonna be in town you should come on down and chill or like hey dude i really got this person i want you to meet you should come by the house he's gonna be here right but like bro i'm so glad you're here this weekend there's a couple of people you know, that i really you know, there's a couple of people like friends Amazing. of mine i really want, want to connect you with right and sitting there like and looking at this and i'm like yeah i created that like so it's like not yeah whenever i'm whenever i'm worried that i'm not bringing anything enough to the table i realize there are situations where i bring the fucking table that's right. It. Yeah. I you bring the fucking table. You don't have to worry about anything else after that. That's so funny, Mike. Yeah. Okay. I'm so, I'm so, if you heard that, um, uh, that's, uh, that's my computer telling me, okay, we're shutting you down in five minutes. How funny gotcha. is that? Hey? Right. Well, that's, that's <laughs> what I do. That's how I, okay. So then we, we, so say what you will about Jaco Willink, but one thing I did definitely take away is discipline. Like I'm, I'm oh, yeah. good. I am very, very good at, oh, yeah. I'm just working on this song. So I just now have a commitment of not starting new band projects or new artistic endeavors uh, after 10 o'clock, because for me, that's like a witching hour that can turn mm. into five. We were talking about this the other day. Yeah. Turning, like 
11 o'clock and then my ideas don't hit until like three in the morning and that's when I hit it and I'm like what am I doing and it just throws off my entire week <laughs> so I set up yeah. little uh little laws on my on my computer where it just goes Ooh. and i'm like no <laughs> rats yeah. <laughs> so well we'll go again at 5 a.m because then i have enough time to go to bed and get ready and just you know it yeah. was great this morning i was up had such an awesome workout so, like one of the best ones i've had in a long time and it was literally because i was like up five o'clock boom hit ready skate i like it leg day kettlebell everything that I just really wanted to hit. And I had a great training session because of just that motivation to be like, I'm doing this. You know, when we say like, you need that sometimes, sometimes you need that like hard line just to be like, you need to do this. Nobody else is going to oh, save yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. That was oh, yeah. today for me. I was up and oh, yeah. I was just like, I need this. I just needed uh, it. Right. So it's funny too. Like how often I, it's uh, coming in, out of the military it's like you want to you could you want to distance yourself from that as much as possible it's like oh like i'm not i'm, I'm gonna stop shaving now and i'm gonna go ahead and let myself get all you know whatever like like i don't i don't have to get up that early i don't have to go for the six mile run every day yeah. um but you know so yeah it's nice to give yourself a, a break from that but yeah absolutely i can absolutely switch that on as well too it's like oh okay like the, so that guy needs to show up today we yeah. can do, yeah. we can do that too. It's about, and I think that's just because, like, and we can close it here. Just, I think, like, after speaking with you for for this, uh, like, you get yourself, you understand who you are, and you know what personality of that shapeshifter mm-hmm. you need to be. Yeah. Right. Like one of my one of my uh, one of my one of my mantras is I understand me. Fucking love that, dude. Oh, I understand. Dude. I understand me. I gotta get down to right. San Diego. I gotta understand me. <laughs> I gotta get down there, dude. All right, I'm going to throw all of this. We got San Diego Steel Mace as the IG. We got Dougie P, right? That's uh that's the old that's the old IG. We're just we're going to connect. We're going to get down there. We're going to hang. Yeah, man. I'll bring I'll bring the slide board. I'll teach you how to skate. It's my Sweet, one. Sweet, dude. Right? Yeah, man. Got to do Absolutely. that. California boy probably doesn't know how to do that, right? And uh I'll take you for the uh like the uh well, I'm just making this up as the 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 national dish in San Diego, which is a play on words, but um, the uh, the San Diego fish taco. Oh, yes. Trust yes, me. Yes, yes. Trust me. I know, and I know, I know three places that'll blow your mind. Okay, sweet. Well, I'm seriously gonna get off here and take my last two minutes to look at flights. So, dude. <laughs> thank you so much for your time, dude. This has been a blast. Um, I can't wait to to hang in person in the real dude this is awesome dude, this is awesome man you're like you're, you are a fucking rad dope individual and i love you dude likewise likewise love yeah. much love all the peace all the positive vibes all right we'll talk yeah. to you soon buddy uh yeah keep the channel up man i'll, I'll start sending you music oh i right? know right awesome right. okay buddy all right i'll talk Have to you soon man night. take care you too all right folks thank you so much for joining me for that that was such a trip Big, huge shout out to Doug Pillar. Thank you so much, brother. It was an absolute blast. We sat down and tore it up for like three hours. And, uh, oh man, I, I felt so uh, so unbelievably grateful for your time, my dude. Um, for those of you who have not subscribed to the show, please do so. Also, rate and review while you're there. Uh, that helps us get this show into more people's ears to bring guests like Doug on board and share their stories of awesomeness and help everybody else around get uh, leveled up in their own domain. If you haven't done so as well, uh, please go follow 
San Diego Steel Mace on Instagram, also Dougie P on Instagram, and uh, stay tuned on Mike the Schwartz. New season is coming up in the new year, and we got some new things coming. New, 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 new. You know who's with me on? Uh, you know, bringing in 2021. I am ready for it. <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, but uh, this this season, we still got a couple more uh, weeks of really, really great interviews, so stay tuned. I'll do a couple of uh, solo bonus casts as well. If you guys have anything that you want to hear or learn about, please shoot me an email at hey at miketheschwartz.com. And uh, until next time, folks, I hope you have a great weekend, okay? We'll talk to you next week. Till then, y'all stay sweet. Peace.